I'll bet you I'm gonna be a big star. Might win an Oscar, you can never tell. The movie's gonna make me a big star. Hello, welcome to Meet Me at the Movies. I am Noel T. Manning II, uh, hanging out with Sheldon so Cooper. So funny, Noel. <laughs> Sheldon Cooper, how are you, man? I kind of take those as a compliment. He's very smart. He is smart. Socially awkward. Okay. I probably apply more to that category than the very oh, smart category. You know, you never know what we're going to talk about on the air, but you really never know what we talk about when the camera is not rolling. So what should we tell them? We were talking about <laughs> Tim's colonoscopy. Yeah. No, wait a Tim minute. Cam. He didn't have a Tim Cam. colonoscopy. Hey, Tim. Tim Cam, where are you, man? Hey, show us that uh, that lithoscopic colonoscopy went, thing. Went yeah, down his nose, right? that's really that's good not a stuff, man. That's good stuff, Tim Clan. <laughs> He's in a foul yeah, mood. He's he in is. a foul mood today, anyway. What's that? Well, because we're shooting on a Friday, we're shooting earlier. Normally, he would yep. probably be home by now, and he's he's mad he's at not you. Not taking it well. Look he's at him; he's very mad at you. He, well, at least he didn't have the hockey mask. But, on yeah, no way. hockey mask. But you know what he does have? He has his very own fan. He's going to turn green. He's got his he's own doing. fan. Look, look, where's that? Where's it? Let's see that fan. So there's your fan. See. Greg's got a fan. I don't have a you fan. You know, I don't have any fans, but you've got your very own private fan. So congratulations on the Tim Cam there. The He's Kim, been stressed lately. The Tim Cam fan. He's been yeah. stressed lately. Well, we'll see what we can do to make that better and try to stick to the script on today's show, Meet Me at the Movies. Yeah. Uh, if you have never uh, watched this show before. Count yourself uh, lucky. Count yourself lucky and, and thank the, uh, the great Lord above for that because, uh, because you've missed out on things that you probably – we're better off missing out on. Did they miss anything, really? <laughs> Not really, but we do have fun. We have a heck of a lot of fun. We, I, I bumped into someone this week uh, at a local eating establishment in Boiling Springs, North Carolina, and they said they enjoy watching us, and they have fun laughing with us. And so that's good. We yeah, want to make you laugh. Yeah, that's good to hear. It is good to hear. Um, we, we try to talk about movies. I wish movies. I could say the same, but uh, <laughs> maybe yeah, it depends on the week, maybe. We attempt to talk about movies. Sometimes we stray off topic and talk about things that have no relevance whatsoever. And you know what? It's okay. It's okay because it's not all about what's relevant. It's, it's about just having fun in the process. So I uh, hope you're uh, enjoying yourselves. Hope you've been able to uh, watch some good movies uh, this fall. Uh, we're, uh, we're in November now and we're approaching what is uh, really called awards season, Greg. Right. Um, I mean, it's, it's the, the time of year that you start seeing films that they're hoping will get uh, Oscar caliber or Oscar, uh, Oscar nominations, broadcast film critics nominations, Golden Globe nominations. So it's the time of year that a lot of things are, are, are coming out. And there's some bad stuff too. Uh, I'm not, I'm not going to say there isn't. I've seen a few of those. But there's also, uh, it's the, it's the uh, mid-season blockbuster time too with, with Thor being released last weekend. Um, and uh, we've got Justice League coming up in the not too distant future. And so yeah, it, it's an interesting time uh, once again to start watching watching movies at the box office. I hope Justice League is better than the two previous Superman films. Is Zack Snyder directing Justice League? Uh, no, he is. Well, it might it, be better. He's a producer, and okay. uh, he is also doing some writing um, as part of this as well. Let me ask you, because you, you're a voting member of a film association, right? Uh, Correct. Yeah. So when do you vote? When do when did the Screen Actors Guild and the Academy, when, right. when's, I know they're watching things now, but when do they actually cast their ballots? The, you're watching stuff now. This is screening season, so yeah. we're watching all of the films now, and we're getting screening links. We're getting special 
um, advanced screenings. We're getting screeners sent to us. So now is the time to watch them. So over the course of this next month and a half, we'll be diving in. Voting uh, takes place in December uh, for some of them uh, because uh, some of these awards, they want to, um, to get out by the end of the year. They want to be able to announce to say, hey, we're the ones that are announcing this first. Um, used to the Critics' Choice Awards, which is what I vote in, um, they used to have their big award show in, in late January, and it was always happening like right around the same time as Golden Globes. Well, they're kind of pushing that up a little bit now. But uh, the voting will be taking place in December, so this next month is going to be crazy. How does that work? How do you vote? Is it online? You get these ballots delivered by an armed guard to your door, or what? It, it is a secure online, yeah. Um, there, um, there are uh, ballots, and then there, it's, you know, you've got all the different... Uh, categories listed. Well, the first round of ballots, you actually nominate all the different categories yourself. And so you have a deadline uh, and you send in your best, uh, you have to choose your top three or five actor, actress, film, you know, go down the list, everything from cinematography to sound design. I mean, it hits everything with the Critics' Choice, um, including we just had the Documentary Awards actually last, last weekend. They've uh, put those separate from uh, from the other films to kind of set it aside. That film that that genre has exploded anyway. It Is has. that why it's been separated? Out? Really, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, we used to do it all at the same time. Um, but one thing we have added is we've added the TV awards as well, and so that takes place uh, during the same kind of like the Golden Globes, okay. the way they do it. And that's new. We used to do the TV awards uh, in the summer, but now they've combined them all. What they've discovered is that's how you get all the A-listers. You get your TV actors and actresses, you get your, your film actors and actresses, directors, uh, cast and crew all together at the same right. time. It's a big right. party. Okay. And so, uh, yeah, in December will, will be when the voting will be taking place. Have you place. been to it? Have you been to You know, I'm invited every year and I have not been to it. I really want to go and I keep trying to get Beth to, to, uh, to go with me. Um, Beth is my wife. It's not just some random woman named Beth that's on yeah, the street. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't just she, go around. She I'm not going to walk around just saying, hey, is your name Beth? Hey, you want to go with me to this thing? Well, no, look, if Beth that's... doesn't want to go, I'll be Beth and we'll go. Okay, well, we'll fit I, right I can in. take anybody. It yeah. doesn't have to be Beth. Uh, yeah. Can you help me with the bill for that? think we could work out some. Let me get back to you on that. All right. Yeah. So, so You know what the budget is for this show. Right? Yeah, I know. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But that's the main reason I haven't gone, is they do not uh, pay your way. You have to kind of pay your own way. Right. And so, I've, I've, you know, raising kids, you know, if I could just say, hey, kids, can you go without food for a couple of weeks? Maybe. If they loved you. If they, yeah, if they I, loved I, you. I like that. Yeah. Catherine Thomas, if you're watching, if you love your dad, you'll go without food for a couple of weeks and allow me to go to L.A. and hobnob with all the with celebrities. The stars, yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. Um, I'm looking, oh, what? oh, look at there, Tim Cam, raising money, dude, that is awesome, that is awesome, and if you want to support the, <laughs> no, we're not going to go there, but, uh, we're going to get some plastic milk jugs with your face and cut a slot at your mouth and put them in convenience like stores it. all around the area. I like it, so if you want to see me in LA, um, hey, you can, you can talk to me, you can talk to Greg, you can, you can support it, and no, we're not asking for money. We're not asking for money. Um, new things in theaters this weekend. If you do want to check out some new releases, uh, The Murder on the Orient Express, uh, 3,300 screens for this film. Uh, Kenneth Branagh is directing and also starring in this with a huge, huge list of cast members uh, that you will recognize, including Johnny Depp and, and many more. It's a murder mystery. 
Um, and so uh, we're going to have a review of this next week uh, on the show. I'm That's looking the, forward to that. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to this as well. And it keeps it uh, in period, so it's not one of these that's taking the story and putting it in modern day. It's taking it back into, into the period, uh, period concept. So I'm looking forward uh, to sharing my review of that. And I love Kenneth Ranoff. Um, really love his work. Oh, yeah, underrated. Um, you, we were talking last week about Thor. Yeah. And Kenneth Branagh directed that first Thor. Yeah, yeah. And uh, had had some uh, had a role in writing some of the screenplay yeah. for that as well. He did some really good things in the 90s. Yeah. The Dead Again, I still love. <sighs> yeah. Most people haven't heard of that one. Yeah, yeah. with he and his uh, wife at the time, Emma Thompson. Yeah. I rewatched that back during... Uh, during kind of the past few weeks, looking at a lot of horror films and supernatural films, right? Love that movie. It still holds that up. Would have been a good one to include. It in would the have list been next year. We just did. Yeah, we just did. Better uh, late also, than never. <laughs> that's right. Uh, also opening in theaters. I'm going to let you know. I'm staying away from this movie. Um, uh, Daddy's Home Two, uh, and the reason I'm staying away from it. I hated the first one. I, I did not find it funny. I found everything contrived everything telegraphed uh, there was nothing in there that that i found even memorable um, my wife wanted to go see it because she likes watching uh, Wahlberg without a shirt i don't and understand i don't either i don't get it uh, i said what about will ferrell without a shirt and then she went to the bathroom and started throwing up i don't know what that was about i guess she was sick or something but i don't know if my wife was... can see will ferrell with the shirt off anytime i have my shirt off <laughs> <laughs> so it's pretty much the same, same thing. So, well, that's right. Except you did. I'm older, which well, makes it worse. Well, you were the body double for Will Ferrell. And, I could have uh, been. I could have been, sadly. But Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg are back in this sequel to the uh, successful film Daddy's Home from a few years ago. Uh, some added uh, comic elements. John Lithgow and uh, Mel Gibson star as the fathers uh, of these two uh, in this comedy. Well, that Lithgow's always from. good. I do like Lithgow. And, and uh, Mel and Mel, has yeah, a knack for you know, comedy. I, I may go see it for their, for them, but I, I'm i just not, I, it's I, not I, one that I'm going to be paying a lot of money. But hey, I understand. since I do have that movie pass thing, you know, maybe. It, so what, right? So what, I can waste a couple hours. Free money. Um, also opening in wider release, uh, this open and limited release just a couple weeks ago, uh, Woody Harrelson's uh, biopic uh, where he's starring as LBJ. Uh, that's being released uh, in, in wider to about a thousand theaters. They're trying to expand that for award season. So I, I want to see that. I've been kind of fascinated by LBJ. Yeah, I, have I was to. young when he was in office. Yeah, don't remember my dad even had one, an LBJ Stetson white cowboy hat yeah. that was, uh, I guess, stylish at the time. Uh, and he, he seems like such a complex person. Well, and, and you know the, the way that I mean, this is where we need to bring Jeff. Uh, Jeff Powell in to talk about the history of things, but uh, you know him coming in, you know, after the assassination of JFK, and then having to to take on the mantle of everything that happened after that for these next few years. I just finished an autobiography not long ago of, a, of an, uh, a Secret Service agent that was, you know, when when JFK was killed, there's an agent climbing over the back of the car right, to get to right. Jackie. Yep. It's that guy who was the inspiration for Eastwood's In the Line of Fire, and he's still alive. He's like in his mid 80s, but he was talking about his years. Uh, on the ranch with Johnson, and it was fascinating. He was an interesting character. Well, that and I love the movie In the Line of Fire as yeah, well. That was yeah, a great film. Yeah. Well, you know, actually, we're about halfway through the show, and we haven't gotten to uh, many <laughs> of our movies. One, huh? So I'll tell you what, we're going to take a break. We'll come back, and we're going to do a home delivery special. We're going to talk a lot about several films that you can watch uh, at home now, 
and uh, hopefully we'll get to a take five as well, but we're about midway through, and, uh, and thank you for tuning in and watching. And uh, hey, I, I told you what movies are in theaters this weekend at least. You got have that. We, have we wasted this much time already? <laughs> we, have, we have. So uh, thanks, Howard Wallowitz, for uh, spending time talking with us. I'm Noel T. Manning II. We'll be right back after this quick break. They're going to put me in the movies. They're going to make a big star out of me. Welcome, welcome back to Meet Me at the Movies. Sorry, we, we were longer we break. Were, we were we were we were talking about Big Bang Theory, which is TV. That's for the oh. Meet Me Meet Me in the TV set. We're a well-oiled machine. We are a well-oiled machine. <laughs> with uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, <laughs> welcome back. We do appreciate you spending time uh, hanging out with us, uh, hearing us talk about movies and other random stuff. Other random stuff. Maybe that's our tagline. We talk about movies and other random stuff. That sounds like a spinoff show. Spinoff show. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, we'll see what we can do about that. Uh, this is a home delivery special where we're going to be talking about films you can view at home uh, in the comfort of, well, you could also view it in your car if you want to, you know, put your phone up there. I don't there. recommend it. You, what? I don't recommend it. I don't recommend it. No. no, 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 no. But you can yeah. if, well, you, you, if you want to break the law. Um, but you dead. could, all that to say... The things we're recommending, you can watch anywhere, wherever your home happens to be. How's that? Even if you're living in a car? If you're living in a car. Okay. Absolutely. Or if you're living in a restaurant and you, you, you have your iPad there, plug in your headphones. So all of these you can watch wherever home is for you. Uh, the first one I'm going to talk about is a Netflix original. There's really this big thing going on with Stephen King now. Yeah. With Netflix, there's like a almost a new uh, Stephen King uh, original every other month. The '80s uh, on are Netflix. back. Yeah, they are back. Yeah. That's exactly right. They are back. He was so big in the '80s. Well, there um, there is a movie called 1922 that is a feature-length film uh, original uh, based on a story, a 122-page novella from Stephen King, published in his collection called Full Dark No Stars. 1922 is the name. Um, of this particular movie, and it is only on Netflix at this point. Uh, it tells a story of uh, a father and a son who basically conspire and kill the wife and mom uh, for financial gains. And uh, then, of course, in a Stephen King film, that's just not what the thing is all about. It's also about what happens afterwards. And so this kind of follows the aftermath, follows the before during and aftermath, but the aftermath is really where the story takes hold and you start seeing the past uh, that was buried coming back to haunt them. So it's in, a supernatural. It is a supernatural. It's not just a murder mystery. Um, yeah, and it takes place in 1922. The story itself, I really love the source material. Um, I, I thought the set designs, um, the acting uh, from, uh, let's see, the acting, uh, Thomas Jane, Neil McDonald, and Molly Parker, all three did a wonderful job. Locations were great. Um, the costumes, everything fit the period. Um, everything looked the period. The, the supernatural elements that showed up, great. You got rats all over the place. I mean, all that stuff really. Who doesn't love rats? Who doesn't love rats running all over the place? Yeah. All of those things worked for this, but the pacing of this film, the directing of this film was horrible. It was just absolutely horrible. I mean, I'm watching. 30 minutes into it, um, I, I really am going, okay, how much longer, you know, is this going to take? Before something happens. Before something really yeah. interesting happens and I care. Just bad editing? 
Uh, I think it was I think it was bad editing, but I think this would have worked much better. Um, the, the the movie length was. Oh, see if I've got hours, the right? length of it. Yeah, you do. Hour and forty one minutes, and the original story was an hour and twenty two minutes. So uh, I'm sorry, no, no one hundred twenty two pages. pages. Yeah. So um, you know if you if you match it script for uh, or for page for page for screen. It's about a minute per, so it could have been a two-hour one, but I, I, I just don't think it just it just didn't work. So I think maybe editing, but um, I haven't read the original, so I don't know what are some things they could have done to that. So much of this was happening within the mind, and sometimes that causes issues when you're trying to make that come to right. life. Well, that's what we were talking about the Martian last yes. week. Yes, yeah, yeah, and but that it worked. worked. It yeah, worked. They made that work, yeah. But this one, it just, I, I didn't find myself caring. I mean, and they, you know, the father and son, I mean, you're making the bad choice of trying to kill your mom and your wife for financial gain. So there was no, I didn't care about the characters from the beginning. No one's sympathetic. So, so, and even the wife, um, I'm not saying that I know why they killed her, but she wasn't anybody that was uh, to, to write home to mom about. There was no one to root for. No, exactly. Yeah. So I, I think that was part of the problem I had, had with this. So I, I can't give this film any higher than a D plus. Uh, but it is available on uh, on Netflix, uh, along with another Stephen King that was just released like two weeks prior to that called Gerald's Game. Um, this is a Stephen King adaptation uh, about a man and woman who, who go off to a cabin in the woods. <laughs> a cabin in the woods. We talked about this off the air. I don't think yeah. we've ever talked about this on the Gerald's Game, no, we have. Oh, we did? Yeah, briefly. We did. Okay, a few weeks well, ago. Yeah. so anyway, uh, that one is also available for home delivery. I gave that one a, a higher rating. Uh, I gave it a B minus. And it really does. That one takes place within the mind of a, of a woman who's, who's trapped in this bedroom, handcuffed to her bed while her husband's dead on the floor. Right. And then all the demons coming back to, to attack her. And some of those demons are internal, some are external. Uh, that one was well done. Well, so, so, so there's a supernatural aspect to supernatural that. Supernatural aspect as well. That. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so that one, if you're going to pick between those two, I would go with Gerald's Game. Both of these are not for the young kids. Uh, they're both very adult themes. Um, and so I would not uh, not go to the young kids for that. Another uh, another home delivery that's a you, Stephen King. Yeah, you love the Dark Tower, didn't you? The Dark Tower. <laughs> yes, that is now out. Uh, I saw that in theaters, and I wanted to stay away from. Well, I wanted to see it because I loved the source material. Were you going to say something? No, I was going to say now you have another chance to ignore it. Yes, you do. You have another chance to not watch it. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah it, I, I went to theaters to see this. High expectations. You had Oscar caliber talent with. Um, with Matthew Ed, McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey and, and who? Idris? Idris or Idris Elba? Exactly. Elba. Idris Elba. He says Idris. I say Idris. Let's call the whole thing We'll, we'll just call it Tomata. Uh, he's, yeah, we'll call him Tomata Elba. From now on, <laughs> From now yeah. on, he's Tomata Elba. Tomato. I like it. I like it. But this was an adaptation of just a series of crazy Western sci-fi multi-dimensional stuff. Clichés. Yeah, I'm sorry. Clichés. Clichés, yeah. yeah. But but I, I like the source material um, to an extent. I did get kind of tired of it after a while because it was a whole series of, of things. The, the the movie just was just horrible. It was just absolutely horrible. Don't mince words, um, Noel. What do you really think? It, it was just, I, I you know what, um, my, my rating was, you know what, my rating was initially C-, minus, but now that I've had a chance to reflect on it, I'm changing that. D plus. Might get some non-viewer mail for being for being wishy-washy, wishy-washy and flip-flopping. But you know, don't can't you do that once it comes back on DVD and you had a chance to revisit? I don't care. Okay. Yeah. 
Well, we can split it down the middle if you want to. What's the, what's the, when you average a C minus and a D plus, what do you get? Same Is that thing, a math basically. question? Because I'm not, or English <laughs> question. I'm not good at either. So magic, sorcery, westerns, uh, stay away from the Dark Tower. Tim Cam, what about, what about you? You want to do the Dark Tower? No? He just wants to go home. He wants to go home. He wants to go home. All right. Uh, let's talk about one more thing. <laughs> he just left. <laughs> he just left. <laughs> well, I guess the shot's going to be on you for yeah, the rest well, of the okay. show. I'm um, done. One more that is uh, at home delivery. Let's uh, let's talk about a. Uh, this is a family action drama. Kidnapped. You and I both saw this this summer yeah. uh, with Halle Berry. I saw part of it. Yeah. He saw part of it. Suspense, intense action. Uh, really about a mom trying to save her kid from kidnappers. That's kind of the storyline that follows through this. Halle Berry on screen. 95% of the time. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed this movie. It was a very character-driven piece. Um, it flew into the radar, didn't make a ton of money, but for what it was, I really liked it. Um, I gave this a B rating. Your rating on this was not as high because you left. Mine was incomplete. You gave, you gave some audience members um, Dramamine. You should have uh, had They should have, yeah. I got motion sick from the camera work. It was well-made and she was really good in it. I had no qualms about the picture. I just was physically unable to finish it. Yeah. So, yeah. And there are certain films, especially on the big screen, that you know what, you, you need somebody like Mr. Tillman over here to tell you, take your Dramamine, yeah. you know, or, or whatever motion sickness pill you happen to take. I wonder know? if I could watch it on the small screen now. Why don't you so try that, me. and then yeah. get back to us next week. Yeah, I will, I'll, I'll report yeah, back. You will not a liar. survey here. Yeah. Pants are on fire over there right now. Yeah. What? Yes. Well, your, your we're not going to get this. <laughs> liar. Your pants are on fire? I said you're a liar. Your pants are on fire. Oh, well, yeah, okay. You're, uh, you're probably right. I'm I going back to it. elementary school. Yes. Uh, because I skipped third grade and not on purpose. Uh, you mentioned your pants. I thought you were talking about your, your no. shot on camera. <laughs> no. When we started, he was worried about being seen <laughs> or too much. No. Well, uh, home delivery, that, uh, why don't we go ahead and skip to the, um, let's skip ahead if we can, um, Mr. Tim Cam, to a take five. Can right. we do that? Look at you, dude. You rock, man. Oh, I want to. I want to plug a, one thing though, at least. Okay. Um, yes. And it's and and I know it's kind of a cheat, but I didn't have one thing to add to the list, and it's because it's a cheat because it was a television series. Okay, that's Once fine. Was is okay. it was on last season. Um, Mediocre ratings, and then the season it got canceled on like a Monday, and on Thursday they renewed it, and they're shooting again. It's supposed to be back, I think, in January, but a series called Timeless. Okay. And I'm a sucker for time travel yep. stories, and it, it, it got better as it went along. It's, it's a really interesting show. If you missed it in the fall of last year, in the spring, last season, give it another shot this winter. So, I, I agree. anyway, season one is out on DVD now. So, so now you can watch uh, it. I don't know if you can stream it yet, but it, it is available, and if you get a chance... It's, it's really pretty good. Yeah, I highly recommend it as well. Timeless was a, was a great show. Last, last fall, there were several shows that had time travel elements. Right. And that was the one that really rose to the top yeah, for yeah, me. Yeah, me too. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Had a great cast as well. Yeah, yeah. And um, they, they gelled. And, and I, I really can't remember it. the actor's name, but all of them were very yep. good, particularly the African-American guy, the, the pilot of the, yep. of the time. Yeah, I don't remember any of the names. A, he's the, a very good actor. And there is a... a a character that shows up on occasion, Max Hedrum shows up. Max, uh, yeah, remember Max? For a while, for a he showed while, up. Yeah. yeah, yeah, not not now, but he did show up. For I a started while. to give a spoiler, but I didn't. Yeah. So well, now we know he's not going to show up for whatever <laughs> but, reason. But you don't know why. You don't know why. So. His head exploded because he was doing this jerking motion 
I mean, that hurt, dude. All right, take five. Yes, we're, we're randomly talking about randomness that has no random meaning. Take five. Um, these are films that relate to or include the number numbers. What? The n <laughs> I can't say it again You're if I can. not good at math either, huh? Okay, take five. These are movies that deal with numbers. How's that? Have numbers in their title. Have numbers in their title. Yes, yes. Uh, the first, this is a Jack Nicholson, Denny DeVito vehicle. Uh, Milos Forman uh, directed this five-time Oscar winner. One flew over the cuckoo's nest from 1975. A must-see if you're talking about films with numbers. Haven't seen it. I don't know how I've missed it, but I'm You're got... a freak. I know. And you just need to walk off the set yeah. after we finish in about five minutes. Gladly. Three Men and a Baby. I uh, loved this movie from 1987. Really a, a very sweet fish-out-of-water um, comedy. Tom Selleck, Tan Dan Ted Danson, um, also uh, Steve Gutenberg. Directed by Leonard Nimoy. Yeah, yeah, that was wonder how many of, people, one, of his, one of his first films. Yeah, Ordinary People. Didn't he direct Ordinary People? No, no. Of course he did. Robert Redford. It was Robert Redford. A lot of people confuse Mr. Spock with they Robert do. Redford. They do. They look a lot alike. Um, but, but yes, no, he, he directed Norma Ray. Yeah, no. No, no all, all he directed the second Thor film. Um, but anyway, uh, no, he directed, the, right he directed a Star Trek film. Yeah. Leonard Nimoy directed Three Men and a Baby from 1987. Uh, I must say to check that out. Also, Seven. What a cast in this from 1995 with Morgan Freeman, Brad Pitt, Gwyneth Paltrow, Kevin Spacey, uh, David Fincher, uh, suspense crime noir thriller. Twelve Angry Men, the legendary Henry Fonda stars in this courtroom drama about choices. Bucking peer pressure and reasonable doubt from 1957 and also the fifth on well, the take. Thing, well, let sorry. me back about Twelve Angry Men. Yep. I, know, I know we're short on time, but anyway, uh, a lot of people that I know just don't like to watch a black and white film. Well, what are we doing now? Don't let that deter you. Twelve Angry Men's black and white. It's a great, a lot, yep. tons of great black the, and white. The story films. is the absolutely. Lack of color amazing. should not be no. determining whether you watch a film no. or not, or no. whether it's good or not. Absolutely, a lot of bad black and white films. Yep, a lot of bad color films. Yep. Yeah, the story was absolutely amazing. Amazing with that. Yeah. The last film I want to mention uh, for Take Five this week: Thirteen Going on Thirty. This is one of my daughter and my wife's favorite uh, romantic comedies, and it's a romantic comedy fantasy from 2004 with uh, Jennifer Garner, Mark Ruffalo, uh, Judy Greer, and also Andy Serkis. They star in this really wonderful coming of age film um, about a girl wishing she were older and she gets that wish fulfilled. And uh, then you have to ask the questions, you know, is this really what I, what I want in life? Beautiful, beautiful, charming film. Absolutely love right, that movie. Right. Uh, I'll add one to it that Rotten Tomatoes does not give a good score for. Uh, it didn't get very good reviews. And, and, and it's a guilty pleasure of mine, 17 again. I yeah. think I mentioned this on yes. before. Zac Efron, yeah, Matthew like Perry that. from Friends, and uh, Judd Apatow, Mrs. Judd Apatow, yeah. uh, Leslie Mann. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why. I just think it's funny. Yeah. I, have the, I have the DVD on the shelf, and I'll pull it down once in a while. What was the George Burns version, 18 again? 18 again. 18 again. Yeah. yeah with he, he and his actual grandson yeah. in that movie. Yeah. 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 So there you go. Numbers movies, right for you. Uh, we do appreciate you spending time hanging out with us right here on Meet Me at the Movies. We are uh, about ready to wrap up, but uh, as always, let me try to give you a quote. Uh, this comes from a numbers movie from 10 Things I Hate About You. Cameron said this, just because you're beautiful doesn't mean that you can treat people like they don't matter. Words of wisdom from Cameron from 10 Things I Hate About You. Until next time, I'm Noel Manning, and that over there is Penny Hofstetter. Until next time, that is a wrap. I need a haircut.